You're listening to the Brooke Snow Podcast, conversations to help you look forward with faith, faith in yourself, faith in God, and faith in your own mission and purpose. I'm your host, Brooke Snow. You have episode 18, You Thoughts. Today's episode is all about discerning the thoughts in your head, particularly the ones in second person that start with the word you. Oddly enough, we too often mistake these thoughts as coming from our own mind. But that would be kind of weird if we were talking to ourselves in second person, wouldn't it? Yet, since it sounds like our own voice in our head, most people internalize these thoughts to be of their own mind. Let me give you some examples. Have you ever heard any of these type of you thoughts in your own mind? You are not enough. You can't fill in the blank. You will never fill in the blank. Or maybe you've heard the quieter you thoughts that sound like this. You are loved. You are safe. You are supported. You are being guided. You have a great mission and purpose. As you can see, you thoughts come from outside of us and from two different sources. Today, we're going to talk about how to distinguish the two, who is actually talking to us, why noticing this can change your life, and two practices that will give you great power over your own mind. Settle in, friends. This episode is filled with amazing jewels. If you have already left a review for this podcast on iTunes, I am sending you a virtual hug. Thank you so much. Reviews help the podcast to show up in iTunes when other people are searching for a new podcast. If you have been listening to me, ask for reviews every week and you haven't left one yet, will you please do it this week, please? (laughs) It's good karma. (laughs) And one of the best ways for you to say thank you if any of these episodes have been helpful for you. If you need directions on how to leave a review, check out the show notes of this episode. Today's review of the week comes from Jessica Carney. Jessica says, I love Brooke. Her podcasts are fabulous. She has ideas based upon foundations of truth that are helpful, applicable, and actually work. I always look forward to her podcast because I know it will brighten my day, give me new ideas, and encourage me to be my true self. Seriously, subscribe now and you will reap the benefits of having Brooke's guidance in your life. Thank you, Jessica. My favorite thing about what you said is that these ideas actually work. And you know what? The only way that you would know that is if you have actually tried these ideas, which says so much about the type of listener that you are. You are awesome. Thank you. If you want to be the reviewer of the week, please leave me a five-star review in iTunes and share your favorite takeaway so far. Your reviews boost the show ratings and help other people find the podcast. So thank you for listening and for sharing. Oh, friends, I am so excited to share this episode with you today. We are talking about you thoughts. As I mentioned in the introduction, these are thoughts that come to us in sentence form, basically starting with the word you. I talked briefly about this in my book, Living in Your True Identity, but I only mentioned one side of the story, the negative side. Today, I hope to bring it full circle and show you just how powerful this tiny distinction can be in your life. So first, let's do a quick grammar recap. First person point of view is when we speak using I statements. Second person point of view is when another person is speaking and they use you statements. 
One of the tools that I teach in my book is called the Little Black Notebook. This is a really great tool to clear negative thoughts from your mind. And how it works is you simply grab some cheap notebook and you write down the thoughts in your head verbatim, all the thoughts in your mind that are making you to feel a negative emotion. I have practiced this many times and it is quite astounding how it truly can help you feel better. (laughs) Weirdly enough, it's because you figuratively took the thoughts out of your head and you put them on paper instead. Afterwards, when you're done, you can rip up the paper. You can simply throw it away. One day while I was doing this exercise, I realized as I was writing verbatim the words in my head that all of the statements were you statements. Things like, you will never succeed. You can't do this. You are a horrible mother. You are stupid. And it suddenly clicked in my brain that if these words were coming into my mind in second person, they were not my own thoughts at all. They were from someone else. Someone else was saying these words to me. Suddenly it was like I discovered one of the mysteries of the universe. It became very clear what was going on. Satan and his many followers have had thousands of years of practice in influencing mankind through his thoughts. They start by telling a story about who we are. In the Garden of Eden, when Adam and Eve partook of the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, Satan's first response after they partook of the fruit was to tell them, see, you are naked, hide. It was a you statement. It was meant to immediately influence how Adam and Eve viewed themselves and then cause them to take action with that new belief. So for us, (laughs) it becomes a little more complicated in our experience because we don't literally see Satan standing before us talking to us in these you statements. Instead, we hear the words in our own mind and it comes through our own filter which sounds like our own voice. So it's no wonder we easily can think that it's just our own thoughts. Unfortunately, in the case of these negative you statements, if we allow them to persist long enough in our minds, we actually change them into I statements in first person. If I have allowed the statement of you are not enough to stay long enough on repeat in my mind, eventually, I may convert that to first person and say, I am not enough. This is the whole point for which Satan has been waiting for. I am statements, affirmations, whether they're positive or negative, I am statements are affirmations. These are some of the most powerful words in all language. I teach about this in my free course, How the Law of Attraction Fits in the Gospel. I teach about the power of I am. I am triggers the pattern of creation. And I teach you about all of that in the course. But it is also another name of God. God is the great I am. So be careful what you allow to follow those two words. They hold sacred and creative power. If you haven't taken that course yet, check out the show notes for a link. It's free and it's profound. 
The little black notebook is a tool that I have often used to clear those negative you statements out of my head. I call it the black notebook because it's a place for your black or your dark thoughts that come into your mind. I promise it works and you will feel a great sense of relief once you try it. In contrast, I want to spend the rest of this episode talking about the other side of you thoughts. Happily, we are not wanderers on this earth only being spoken to by dark spirits. This is a world of opposites. And as such, we have equal enticements that come from God, our Heavenly Father. I imagine that it is the errand of his angels to plant words of truth in our mind about our identity and our mission and purpose as well. In 2 Nephi, we read, Angels speak by the power of the Holy Ghost. Wherefore, they speak the words of Christ. The words of Christ will tell you all things which ye must do. Have you ever paused to specifically listen for you statements from God? What do you think he would tell you? When Moses had his great vision of the creation of the world, he experienced the extremes of both sides of you thoughts as well. Satan immediately came afterwards telling him, Moses, you are a son of man. In contrast, God visits Moses afterwards and says, Moses, thou art my son. Or in modern English, you are my son. Learning to discern between these two different voices is imperative to our success. Knowing that God gives us weaknesses, it can sometimes feel confusing to understand what voice is actually speaking truth. I have long appreciated the words of my friend, Louis Monday, who said, the Lord does not tell us what we are not, but what we are. He shows us how far we have come. And although he also shows us how far we have to go and what we can improve, that comes with a feeling of hope, a desire to improve and a feeling of achievability. I want to share a practice with you that will allow you to hear those you thoughts that the Lord has to say to you. I call it prayer journaling. There are three steps that I use, or as I call them, the three P's. The three P's to prayer journaling are number one, prepare. Number two, pray. And number three, pen. Prepare, pray, and pen. Prepare, pray, and pen. So let's talk about each of those. First is to prepare. The purpose of this preparation stage is to align your spirit. You want to be sure that you feel connected to God. And it always helps me to feel this connection after I have actually connected to my body. I love to prepare for scripture study, prepare for prayer, prepare for meditation, prepare for journaling. I always prepare by finding alignment with my body and my spirit. I do that through three long, deep inhales and exhales. I do the three of those to calm my body, to calm my mind, and really to prepare myself to receive. I may even do a minute or so of yoga with deep breathing to truly clear my mind and open. That's the key word. Open up my mind, my ears, my heart to receive. Preparation to receive is really important. So that's our first P, prepare. Second is pray. 
So whatever your own prayer practice looks like, connect with God. Whether that's using words or perhaps that's using images to imagine the Lord. This is something that I teach in my meditation course. And third is to pen. Start writing pen to paper. If it helps to start with a question, that's a really great prompt. You can ask God anything that you want. Ask him a question about what to do next with a certain project or a problem that you're having in your life. Ask him a question and then listen for the you thoughts that come. Start writing. As you write the words that come to your mind, trust them. You might hesitate and think that you're just making stuff up, but you have to remember you have a filter. The words most often come through your own mind in your own voice, but the distinction is the you statement. They will be words in second person. Write it down. Words from God are positive and they are filled with light. So prayer journaling is a profound practice. And I invite you to try this practice and see what happens. Remember the three P's, prepare, pray, and pen. Prepare, pray, and pen. All of us have you thoughts come to our mind throughout the day. And it's been my experience that the you thoughts that we give the most attention to are the ones that speak the loudest. If negative you thoughts come to my mind, I am quick to get them out. Knowing that it was said in second person is my number one clue that it is not from me. <laughs> Additionally, I make the point both morning and night to prayer journal and to listen to the you thoughts that come from God. Yes, it comes through my Brook filter in my language, but the guidance and direction that I have personally received is most assuredly from a source beyond myself. As I have practiced this, I have often reflected on the many prophets in the scriptures. They kept a record in much the same fashion. God tells them to write the words he will say unto them. And I am sure that they too prepared prayed, and then sat with eyes wide open, writing the thoughts that came into their mind. The practice is the same, and the practice is ancient. This is the way of personal revelation. God has commanded his people to write again and again. In 2 Nephi 29, 11, we read, For I command all men, both in the east and in the west, and in the north and in the south, and in all the islands of the sea, that they shall write the words which I speak unto them. For out of the books which shall be written, I will judge the world, every man according to their works, according to that which is written. Wow, did you catch how inclusive that was? He says, I command all men and women, both in the east and in the west and in the north and in the south and in all the islands of the sea, that they shall write the words which I speak unto them. That is very inclusive. That means me, that means you, that means all of us. I have certainly, in times in the past, written promptings down that I've received, but prayer journaling has taken this experience to an entirely new level. And I have to say, when you prepare yourself to receive and you ask in prayer, God will speak. He will speak to you in verses and chapters. <laughs> President Russell M. Nelson recently stated, 
I urge you to stretch beyond your current spiritual ability to receive personal revelation. For the Lord has promised that if thou shalt seek, thou shalt receive revelation upon revelation, knowledge upon knowledge, that thou mayest know the mysteries and peaceable things, that which bringeth joy, that which bringeth life eternal. Oh, there is so much more that your Father in heaven wants you to know. As Elder Neely Maxwell taught, to those who have eyes to see and ears to hear, it is clear that the Father and the Son are giving away the secrets of the universe. End quote. I promise you that as you practice writing the word of God to you, your life will transform in the most glorious ways. Questions are answered, guidance is given, you receive a new view of who you are, and a new view of your life and circumstances. Imagine your life with such clear direction, with an increase in personal revelation from God, with the awareness of who is speaking to you in your life and who to listen to in return, and look forward with faith. If you enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to register for my free course, How the Law of Attraction Fits in the Gospel. It teaches the pattern of creation, and it is a glorious companion to this tool of personal revelation. You can find show notes and participate in the conversation for this episode on my website, brooksnow.com. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you.